what do you think new era are uh, are you excited about venturing into this new realm of of the uh, star wars vintage i am although okay what a strange start i know <laughs> you know <laughs> it is it is all right so, so strange yeah so strange i had to like look at the next four episodes just like like we're fast forward through the next yeah. four episodes to make sure that this is like a recurring yeah. cast or something yeah. like that. Cause I was like, yep. Not what I no, would have. I, uh, <laughs> I had some similar <laughs> thoughts. I think this is going to be uh, an interesting ride. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Have you seen anything new about Indiana Jones? I mean, no. we're talking about Disney stuff. I know. Um, it's true. I, I saw that uh, Disney plus is like really pushing Indiana Jones. That's so true. I did. I did again. notice the the young Indiana Jones Chronicles are on there. So. I, you know what? I was looking for that and I found it. Yeah, I found it. They almost tried to hide That's it, new. like at the bottom. I had to like scroll. Yeah. That's new. But they had the what? One the first season. season. Right? It's it's like, like the first season. Yeah, the first season. Yeah, just had one season. I didn't know how many seasons there were of that. I thought there were two, but I I don't know how it all breaks yeah, I'm down. Not sure. I've never seen the one that Harrison Ford is in. Like I've seen. Bits and pieces. I've seen full episodes of the show, but I've never yeah. seen the one where Harrison oh, Ford too. shows up as like old indie. So <laughs> it's hard to tell because the only way I know is the size of the VHS. Yep. The, the collection on the shelf. So I'm yes. like, I don't know how many seasons that is, but it's yep. like this big. Yep. I remember <laughs> they, when they put them out on DVD, though, it was two massive sets. And I mean, every episode's like 90 minutes. So it's a, oh, wow. it's I don't a big remember deal. Being yeah. That long. That's like Lucasfilm vintage. You can kind of put it. You can put it next to droids. Lucasfilm vintage. Yeah. So it does kind of blow <laughs> my mind a little bit that we never got any kind of Indiana Jones animated anything. Oh, yeah. So much from that era got cartoons and stuff, and it just it seems ripe for it. So I don't know. Oh, I feel like that would have been perfect for kids. They would have yeah, loved that. Seems like it would have. Yeah. Like Indian Short Round or something. I don't know. I would watch it. Yeah. I would have watched yeah. It. As long as the people who made these shows had nothing to do with it, then I think maybe an Indiana Jones cartoon would have. Welcome to This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Steve Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning, and we've followed the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi and beyond, and this time we're branching off into the Star Wars Vintage Collection with droids. Droids. <laughs> Today we're discussing droids. Season 1, episode 1. Ooh. The White Witch. This episode originally aired as part of the Ewoks and Droids Adventure Hour on September 7th, 1980. Hey, we were we boys. We were, you said it this time. You said it. New we era. Were we boys. It's a new era. It's a new era. New era. Uh, although not a new director. Today's episode was directed by Ken Stevenson, which we've seen that name many a times uh, over on the Ewok era. Written by Peter Souter, which is new. This episode mm -hmm. was adapted into the children's picture book uh, of the same name by Emily James uh, with illustrations by Bunny Carter couple of different uh, releases. We had the UK PAL releases, which is what most of the Droids releases were uh, on, on a collection called Droids 1. A different set of uh, episodes was issued in the US on standard VHS 
also oh. called Droids Volume One, but it's just White Witch and one other episode. No DVDs. There are there are some episodes. I think eight of thirteen episodes were released on DVDs uh, in right. kind of uh, edited format. But this one never got a DVD release. Didn't see the light of day again until it was released with the rest of the series on Disney Plus on June 18th, 2021. So we're almost at the anniversary of uh, this uh, rolling back into our lives. In the regular cast, we have Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. Sound designer Ben Burt is credited with the sounds of of R2-D2 creating those sounds for the original trilogy and uh, for droids here. Though R2-D2 is credited as himself. Which is such a great we have like. a we have a new theme song in Trouble Again. This is by Stuart Copeland and Derek Holt. Here's a here's a funny thing about this theme song. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I've been learning Portuguese, and so I was watching Disney Plus stuff with a Portuguese language channel on. And when I started Droids, it was still set to that. So when I first started this, it was just instrumental, and I was like, oh okay, well it's still kind of weird, but it's kind of a, a you know. Uh, sort of a techie vibe of an instrumental number. And I'm like, that's an okay thing. But then I realized, oh, it's in Portuguese. So I started it over in English. And then I heard the lyrics and the singing. And I was like, ooh. Here's the thing. If it sounded like a police song. Yeah. It is. It's Really? Singing st- a police. That Copeland is, I had to look it up. You're right. Like, it's very like police You're and right. He played, for st- he played for the police. You're right. And I, uh, and I was yeah. just like, what? That's why it sounds like because it has that like little sting. Uh, it, yeah, it does. Yeah, I, sound I didn't think it. of that in the moment, but you're absolutely right. It does. Yeah. So fun fact that uh, yeah he he wrote and which is which is interesting, right? Because the first season of Ewoks they get a pretty prolific oh, artist. Oh sure. Taj Mahal still going strong. Taj Mahal still going strong, right? And so it's like I, I just I just think that's funny that they that they chose to do that. You know, another yeah. It's you know it's not that great, but I'm sure like. <laughs> We're yeah. gonna be like pining for it in season two. I think though yeah. season two is only like one episode, but yeah, it's more like it's season two is basically no. just like a you know a, a rap movie, mini movie. Yeah. So it, the format of this show seems to be that C three PO and R two D two bop around from owner to owner, and it looks like we got mini arcs. So this uh, this arc I think is the first four episodes. So we'll see some of these characters recur. Oh. Weird that you'd make a droids show and not make the droids the lead characters. Yeah. They play a supporting role similar to what they play in like the, you know, a new hope and return of the Jedi. They do exactly stuff. what they do. Yeah. They're just, uh, Oh, you're useful, you know, tools for, yeah. to continue the plot of the show. That's yeah. already gone. Yeah. So it was, uh, well, I don't know. I guess we can talk a little bit after, after the, uh, the summary and everything, but it was a little strange to be like, who are these people who are our main characters? You know, like, yeah. I, odd, odd. Anyway, our featured cast member. Featured cast member for this week is Leslie Donaldson. She is here as Kia Mole. Uh, looking at her IMDb, this seems to be the only voice role she did. But she had a pretty steady, if not stellar, career on screen. I think her most notable mm-hmm. role, at least the one that was most recognizable to me, was playing Lila in Friday the 13th, the series. She was in multiple episodes of that and showed up here and there, but nothing that you'd be like, oh, of course, you know? Oh, yeah. No, we got Kea Mall, That's and I do it. believe Kea is in, uh, is it Kea or Kia? What do they say? I can't remember. Ask your kids. I, I think it's Kia. <laughs> Kia. Kia. Okay. Yeah, I All right. Remember I believe she's in the first four episodes, so we'll see her again. Yeah, we will. We will. 
Yeah. All right. It's time for the uber detailed plot of season one, episode one, droids. Godspeed. The White Witch. R2-D2 and C-3PO are unceremoniously dumped on the planet Ingo by their former master. Hopelessly lost, they wander until they are picked up by two roving speeder pilots, Jord Desat and Thal Jobin. Suddenly, they are attacked by the defenses of a secret base owned by Tig Fromm of the Fromm Gang. They narrowly escape with the help of Kia Mole, who spied the group mistakenly moving through the defense system of the secret base. R2-D2, 3PO, Jord, and Thaw make it back to their mechanic's garage safe and sound and retrofit R2 to help them navigate their prized land speeder, the White Witch. Tig, or Tiggy, from is furious that the group escaped, believing that they have discovered his secret base and weapon that he's developing, the Trigon One, to destroy his rival gangs. Tig sends droids after the speeder pilot and manages to kidnap Jord. Kia finally reveals herself to the group when she informs Thal that Jord has been captured by Tig. Nearly getting captured himself by Tig's droids, Thal concocts a daring plan to burst his friend Jord out of the secret base. R2 infiltrates the base while Kia and 3PO operate the controls to allow Thal into the base with his speeder. At one point, Thal gets stuck behind a large door and can't continue. Thal remembers a customer left something, a tool behind, unclaimed, and pulls out what clearly looks and sounds like a lightsaber and uses it to get through the door. Kia and 3PO are confronted by maintenance and security droids and a hilarious scuffle ensues. Hilarious. Hilarious, yeah. <laughs> Thaw blasts into the base with the White Witch and rescues Jord. Meanwhile, Tig has dispatched all his droid sentries and droid ships to trap the group when they attempt to escape. 3PO manages to override the droid sentries so that they can run cover for the group while they escape. The plan works and all the droids end up attacking each other. They take the White Witch to Kaya's ship Kias, 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 and leave the planet Ingo behind. Tig, however, is completely embarrassed by allowing the group to escape and hopes maybe he can hide from his father on some backhole world. Roll credits. What is your experience with the show? Like, ha- seeing this now, have you watched it before? Like, did it bring anything back to you? What do you remember? So, uh, you know, I had to look forward skip forward it's funny i went forward to the fourth episode Mm -hmm. which you said that there's a four episode arc because i was like oh i guess these characters are in this show and i didn't really recognize it i remember there being like stormtroopers and like stuff like that and there are and so i don't remember this plot line i don't remember these characters yeah um i I, that's how i feel i'm i'm pretty confident that i have never seen this episode before What's interesting to me is that here we go. Here's another Star Wars show and the opportunity to have two very iconic Star Wars characters. And the show, at least this episode, doesn't feel very Star Warsy. It's almost like, you know, okay, hindsight is 2020, right? We can look at all the characters they've created post Return of the Jedi. And these don't fit 
right? Yeah. Like at least take some of the characters that have already been made or some of the aliens and yeah. emulate them into the show, change them a little bit, make them make a brown alien green, you know, make a pink alien blue, like just, you know, get, get it in there. What it right. seems like is like they took all, it's like a, without 3PO and R2D2, this could have been an animated Battlestar Galactica show. Yeah. I was watching and some of the things I was like, are we, what are we trying to chase here? Are we trying to chase like a He-Man vibe? Like, are we, I, I just. Yeah, that was I, that too, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. really know. Yeah. I don't really know what they're going for. You said it in the beginning. It is a really weird start. It doesn't, it all feel like this is the first episode of a new series. And yeah. considering like the, the age group that it's aimed at, I feel like a lot of dull characters are thrown in your face. You know, yeah. you get you get a lot of both heroes and villains, and it's sort of like it's confusing. Like, are these going to be the people that take us through? I don't know. You know, I I think if 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 I were going to go and and try to like remake this show into something that would fit with like an '80s cartoon vibe, I think that I would make R two and C three PO more central, and I would give them like one human foil that they all kind of like fall into little like misadventures mm -hmm. with like give him like a like a teen who's on his own who teams up with them or something you know what i mean and have it just I mean, be like do do yeah. something like emulate star wars like <laughs> have them be abandoned and then like weird yeah. creatures pick them up yeah. and then sell them to jord and yeah. Thal. right I like that, i think a version of that happens later on because we go through i, okay. I want to say the first season is like three arcs where it's like you're with these people you're with these people you're with these people but Okay. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's a similar complaint we had about the Ewoks and that like, okay, you have the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi. You kind of know what they are. You know what they do. Like, why yeah. is that show not like Wicket is the lead character and he's got like a ragtag group that follows him and he is like a cool, like Will, Will uh, Wicket is a buffoon in that show. Like, why isn't yeah. he like the cool lead? You know, and it's kind of like here yeah. too. Like, if you set out to make a cartoon starring R2-D2 and C-3PO, why don't you build the show around them rather than create an entirely different show and then tuck R2 and C-3PO in it? It's so weird. Well, I, I also think C-3PO and R2-D2 were not really that iconic until the prequels came out. Mm. Right, just think you of think? it. Like, yeah. When I grew up, oh yeah, like I didn't give a rip about them when I grew up. You know, it was Han Solo. I always, and I always loved R2-D2. I always loved R2-D2, but all right. True, R2 was cool, but like, I mean, they really grew into I their characters. Yeah. They went most improved yeah. as far as like all the characters, I think. You know, it's almost like this show should have been timed after that. Right. Because then it would be popular, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, you talk about these arcs and it's just like, I know they're stormtroopers because I do remember watching this show. Why I'm pretty sure Boba Fett's in here arc? at some point. I'm pretty sure Boba Fett's I think here. You might be right. Why didn't they choose that? Yeah. as the beginning and then yeah. go to like something less familiar and then go back to something familiar. you know it's just like it's yeah. it yeah i don't know it is it is a little <laughs> odd and i also think like you know this was packaged this was like a you know a one-two punch with droids and ewoks so this would have been this would have been aired right alongside the first episode of ewoks and like they don't feel anything like each other. Like this show doesn't no. feel like it's set in the world of the Ewoks and like the animation style. Sometimes it's, it's uh, it's more realistic than I was expecting. 
it doesn't feel yeah. like C-3PO and R2-D2 could stumble onto Endor and be like, oh, the Ewoks. Like, I don't see how that would work. I know there's a comic crossover that we'll get to eventually, but like, okay. So yeah, it's like, yeah, not yeah. only does neither series feel like what we're just coming out of, either Return of the Jedi right. or even like the Ewok yeah. TV movies for the Ewok show, but like, they don't even feel like each other. So like, I just have no idea. There's no the cohesion f- no. whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I was excited to see the A-Wing right away. You know, there there were like clear yeah. Star Wars images that I was like, okay, well, at least out. we got something, you know. Lots of Star Wars, lots of speeder sounds yeah. from the you sounds. Know, you're right, you're right, you're right. Four, yeah. Like did a very yeah. good job. It did a lot of the visuals were very Star Wars. A lot of the visuals were also very Battlestar Galactic-y. Yeah. Right. It was that it was that era of like science fiction, like, oh, all ships are pointed mm-hmm. with like round mouthy tips like it was just weird like i was like oh that looks like a um viper from mm. uh the white witch is basically a viper from battlestar galactica also Let's i heard white witch and thought we were i thought narnia i thought there was going to be some i mean oh, i, didn't I think thought it... witcher oh witch. witcher because <laughs> i'm a witch witcher you're a witcher, I'm a witcher fan head. you're a witcher yeah. fan toss a coin to your witcher <laughs> duncan uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know. I guess maybe you just you can't make us happy. Although to be fair, we did enjoy yeah. the the last the Ewoks comic that we read and the Return of the Jedi novelization. But yeah, just looking at the show, I just I don't know. I like I'm I'm in it, and I know the one that I have seen. I want to say that's the one that's like the Prince and the Pirate or something like that. I I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited to get there, but thinking about like having a four episode saga with these characters i'm just like no thanks give me my yeah, give me my 12 minute walk episode you know i don't just think about the star wars comics that came out the same time yeah they're so star wars i know they're i mean they're like yeah the colors of the era of that age i don't know what, the, what age of comics that is but yeah. like these shows are just like there must have been like a you can make a you can make a droid show. It just can't be anything. It just can't be like Star Wars. I guess. You can make I, a show. It just can't be like Star Wars. Like I don't understand why at that point. Like, I don't know how serious any sort of prequel or sequel talks were in 1985. Yeah. I guess I guess I would have assumed that continuing Star Wars, it was kind of like, this is it. Like, we are continuing Star Wars with the droids cartoon. So why yeah. anybody's hands would be tied, I don't fully understand. But it sort of seems to be the case. But. I don't know. Well, they, they, couldn't, they couldn't do it at all, right? Anything outside of the Star Wars. I mean, what is Rogue One would be like a um, Rogue One and, and Solo or both like, what do they call those? Well, those are sort of like anthology stories or, you know. Anthology like... stories, right? So, so in the in the early 80s, any anthology, anything, or I mean, really in that era, the Christmas special, um, the droid show, the Ewok show, anything that was not a Star Wars cinematic blockbuster film was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was almost going to say terrible, terrible, but like it just wasn't Star Wars. Right. Yeah. So like, no wonder why we didn't get a, you know, episode one till like freaking 2001 yeah, or yeah. something like that. You know, like, no, nah, I think it was late nineties. Like, I don't like, say it was 99, but was it, it yeah. 99? It may have been 99. So. Yeah. That's but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just think about that. That's like, that's forever, man. Yeah. So because this wasn't popular. And so Lucas was like, all right, well, I got to make a movie. I it's just got to make another movie. I can't make anything else. <laughs> when you look at like Star Trek, you know, which like 
it had the three seasons not super popular in its original run and then like it gained all this traction uh you know in syndication when they're like let's make a star star trek cartoon it's like they just make more star trek and animated for them Ooh, it's just yeah a hundred percent star trek sometimes better than what's before but star wars yeah. it's like they don't make a star wars cartoon they make a, a bad cartoon with some Star Wars characters in it. And I just don't understand. Yeah. But I guess we'll see where this takes us. That's a great comparison. Yeah. Well, Star Trek cartoon is it's Star Trek. It's so good. I love like it. if you watched the cartoon first and then you watched the original series, you'd be like, oh, cool. They made a show based yeah. on the, the cartoon. You'd be like, where's you know, where's where's him? Where's, where's Lieutenant Eric's? <laughs> Is he the weird one? Yeah, he's that's a, with like the weird bug <laughs> legs. And Mares is like the cat officer that's like, Captain Kirk. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> what what the Ewoks and I want to know, Steve, is what was your Oak of Arc moment? What, what was the moment oh for gosh. you that was like, Ugh. Okay, I think the, mo the, the moment for me that actually bugged me very at the very beginning, which you're going to laugh that you think, oh, this is on Steve's list of stupid things nothing surprises me I, uh, I think it bugged me that c3po's mouth didn't flash black and white when mm. he was speaking hmm. to, to, to indicate that he's speaking right like la 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 oh oh no let's oh it's so bad i'm gonna need an oil bath you know like yeah. it wasn't like a flash yeah to indicate speaking uh, he doesn't in the movies but i just thought well a cartoon it would help and yeah. right off the bat, I was just like, I think that's a mistake. I see why they didn't do it because it's cheaper. But I, there yeah, were times I can... where he's like sitting there talking, and it's like he's not even moving. I know. <laughs> I have no idea if he's talking. I mean, I get yeah. you know, like um, I did. I did clock that. I did feel like he was. He was not like his his features just are not very articulate. He just was like this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's an audio medium, but but yes, I uh, oh, yeah. I know. I, know I just have mean. my mouth open. I know what you mean. Okay. All right. Well, mine is also kind of a character design thing. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and honestly, I wasn't really wild about any of the character designs. I think R2 is fine, but he's yeah. also kind of the closest to what it was. C-3PO is also like when he's falling over and stuff, he's very limber. Like he, you don't, so you don't really even get the sense that he's like a droid, but robot. Yeah. But the droid, one, yeah. one of the dudes, and I don't remember what, what his name was, but one of the dudes that were like helping them, Jord, maybe I don't know. The one who was the in one the blue so and had like tall. had like the hair right down the center and like the little ponytail. Not the guy that with like George. the red like punk rock kind of haircut. That stall had the punk rock okay. shaved side shave. Yes, he had a, wait wait side shave with mohawk and yeah. then the other side was just bald. Right, and then Jord was the was the pudgier one that got um. Yeah, you like used his stomach to knock into things and stuff. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that look. I didn't like any of the looks, but I that I really it was just yeah. like this is silly. These are like our heroes. These are these are like yeah. the these are the ones taking the place of like Luke and Leia. Like I don't know. You know, like I just They're just like jolly land speeder mechanics. Yeah, it was not... like, you know, it's like you're in it's like the like like having a next door neighbor that like competes in like the local flat track mud <laughs> racing and has got one of those like our heroes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just like really they chose those guys as like the the dudes that love mudding on the weekends. Like that doesn't really 
resound with anyone. No, no. You know? I don't know. By this point, you like you've got the super friends going. You've had like all the filmation, like Batman and Robin stuff. You have He-Man like you have so many of these like epic adventure kind of shows. And then to take Star Wars and make it just like slapstick. I I just I don't get it. But yeah, we have such a high. I mean, now, again, we have such a high standard for Star Wars because look how much. I mean, look how much money it's made, the yeah. marketing, the toys, the everything. And it's just like you go back then and it's like they just really didn't take it serious. No, they didn't care. <laughs> it's so didn't, weird. You know, they didn't care. But let's so, but let's talk good. What is your Ichiwawa okay. moment? So for me, it was all the the sounds. Yeah, it was you love those fun sounds. to like hear the sounds. And even though the lightsaber was not my Oak of Arc moment, which it should be. Because like, oh yeah, <laughs> just some guy left it unclaimed, and it's just like, <laughs> what the heck? Like, oh man, like no, no, he wouldn't. Like, so yeah, I don't know. I thought that that was just like a weird explanation, but like the sound of the lightsaber when it, mm. he was just like, oh yeah, and then he pulls this thing out and then like ignites it, and it's the lightsaber sound, which I was like, oh yeah, oh wait, that yeah. means some jedi just left it there you know so i mean maybe that oh maybe that okay after watching kenobi maybe that does jive with the whole story of like yeah a a, a uh jedi just left it mm. he moved on with his life oh right yeah right? yeah so yeah, maybe uh, okay all right i just justified it okay I just justified good for you it. you made it work okay yeah. i'm gonna go with that story some jedi okay. was like oh yeah fix my car yeah oops yeah. No, that's not mine. What you know? Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what about yourself? I had to give it to that A wing in the beginning. Like you see it, okay, just yeah. briefly because I love the A wing. I, <laughs> I you have love a little, that A wing. I do, man. I do. Yeah, yeah I do. Be my favorite. Yeah. So uh, seeing that, I was kind of like, oh, cool, and that like built me up. It gave me more hope than I needed to have, but. Uh, that, and I mean, I agree what you're saying about the lightsaber. It was still cool to see and hear, you know? So like those things really were like, wow, this is cool. But no, I got to give it to the A-Wing. I love seeing it. Yeah. That, that used to be my favorite ship. And, um, little known fact, it is the fastest of Ooh. all of the. Well, it's ships. so sleek. It's so aerodynamic. Yeah. It's so I cool. It's made... like a actual plane. I think that's why it's like so appealing. Yeah. At least to me. It's yeah. like, it looks like a Delta wing fighter jet yeah you know, kind of I clipped think, and you know we haven't really got into it too deep but for both the droids and the ewoks i think the uh the the merch as far as the toys and things were pretty uh popular and and droids i think opened the door a lot to have like star wars vehicles and things because with the ewoks mm-hmm. i mean there was action figures and there was plush things i've seen some of those at like cons and stuff yeah. but droids kind of opened the door to have you know, you could get the droids a wing. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like, if, you know, if you're looking for a Christmas present for me, feel free to go on eBay and and find that. But talking to our audience, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we could do a secret Santa, oh, you and I, whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? We should have a we should have a radio meanwhile Christmas party where we all draw names. We all have to get each other uh, different presents. I'll but. get I'll get you guys. Oh, I do have an X Men shirt that I have to show you guys. Okay. Sometime. All right. It's really awesome. All right. Yeah, just got it. That's um, right. For some reason, no one wanted it at TJ Maxx, so I no got it for you. a great deal. No, and but I you. rocked it. 
That's a uh, that's on your uh, your Radio Meanwhile bingo card. You have not been on previously on X Men yet, so yeah, one of these days. All right, uh, how many yub nubs do you get this thing out of five? We'll say out of five yub nubs, how many are you gonna give it? It's tough, right? Because it's the first episode, so we don't know what to expect. But like, yeah, I think I would give it a either a three or a three and a half, yeah. just to kind of put it over like three. I th- almost, I mean, it's three is right in the middle, and it gives but I feel like it gives it such a negative connotation, maybe a three and a half. Yeah. You know, yeah, four I, would be something that I really liked. And this was just like, eh, eh. you know, the sounds were great, but like, man, swing and a miss. It was like a bunt. Yeah. They like bunted into star Wars. I'm at, so. I'm at three because like it wasn't, it wasn't boring and there was some cool moments and everything. It's uh it's not a strong pilot. I feel like as a pilot or as no. like a, a launching yeah. point for this new series, it's like a zero because it really, it doesn't bring you in in a good way. And it also doesn't really leave you like, yeah, let's do more of this. So I don't think it works as a, as a, as an intro, as a pilot. I think it's yeah. just a standard episode though. It's kind of like right down the middle and I hope that they get better, you know? Yeah. The only hook was, was, uh, they didn't even really, Oh, I guess they really did talk. They did talk about it was the, uh, the race that they wanted to end. Yeah. The Bunta like, race. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be able to do it. Yeah. The Bunta. And it's just like, well, I don't really care. I don't yeah. really care because that's like it doesn't have anything to do with the story. It, I'm not like, oh, I hope they win. It's just like, well, like I'm, it is know. really it is interesting and kind of a unique aspect of the show if it is serialized like that. I can't think of other cartoons from that time that had like an ongoing story. Like yeah. I think even two parters were pretty rare for like an 80s cartoon, but oh, you know. So I guess we'll I guess yeah, we'll see as oh, that goes. Yeah. Like Thundercats was like that was just every episode oh, was different, Thundercats. right? Thundercats yeah. did Thundercats maybe is a good example. I think there was some some carryover there. At least at least some character arcs went through. Were there? Okay, I'm trying. Freaking Mumra. Well, next time we're diving back to the comic book shop for Ewoks number one, the Rainbow Bridge. Oh yeah. Are you excited to get back to Endor? I am. Okay, I am. All right. Uh, these have been collected in a lot of ways. So if you want to read along with us, there's a nice uh, omnibus that has all the Ewoks and all the droids comics in it. Also, if you have Marvel Unlimited, uh, it's right on the app. So you can you can do it that way as well. And I'm sure there's lots of other ways you can do it. But yeah, Steve and I both have the nice, uh, a nice thick, like a dark horse. Omnibus. And there's a bunch of omnibuses, but That's right. I mean, obviously, this is the best one. Got to have it. You got to have it. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely yeah, necessary. It. So, yeah. Next time for Rainbow Bridge, just in time for Pride Month, right? <laughs> yeah, there okay. we go. All right. See you next time. Yep. See you next time. This Endorian Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include Previously on X-Men, 90s Music Got Me Like, and 9021 Here We Go. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. Please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts. Freaking Mumra.